may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. When I first started coming to All Souls, um, I remember that Todd in his welcome in the mornings would come up with new phrases almost every week that had some tension in the phrases that hoping people would find the love and the feistiness of God. And, you know, so he read all of these things and each morning I would be waiting to hear what is his, what is his thing going to be today. And it seemed that towards the end he settled on the comfort and the challenge. And it is something that we have continued, that as our vestry members welcome people to the service each week, they say, we hope that you experience in this service both the comfort and the challenge of God. And when I looked at today's gospel, it struck me that it was a gospel filled with comfort and challenge. And so I would like to talk about some of the comfort and challenge that I see in our gospel reading. And the first comfort and challenge is that when Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew. And now we know that Jesus and John had a particular relationship, that they had known one another from the time they were each in their mother's wombs, that John was known, had known that he was being sent to prepare a way for Jesus. And just a little earlier, we remember the baptismal story when Jesus comes to John and John says, I shouldn't be baptizing you. And Jesus reminds him that Let us do this, for it is right. Let us do it in the proper way that righteousness might be seen. And I see in that conversation, in that relationship, that there is more than someone preparing a way for someone else. There is love. There is, we are cousins, we are working out God's path, God's call, but we are also connected. And so when he hears that John has been arrested, obviously Jesus has to be distressed that this person, this friend, this cousin, this brother, this partner in God's work, has been taken, and so he withdraws. He withdraws so that he can once again replenish himself with God's love. He withdraws so that he can heal his wound of losing his brother, cousin, fellow worker. He withdraws to sit with God. I also think he withdraws to make sure that he knows what it is he is meant to do. He withdraws so that he can find himself replenished, can find the wound of the loss healed, 
and can find then the energy and the commitment to carry on the work that he has come to do in the earth. And I hear that as comfort that Jesus withdrew, that he took himself away from the world, that he gave himself the time to sit and be with God, that he gave himself the time to mourn, that he gave himself the time to rebuild his courage. And so it is for us that God says, there is no shame in withdrawing that you don't have to be on the front lines every day, every minute. You don't have to be feeling that the weight of the whole world is on your shoulders, that you have an opportunity to withdraw and be with God, to sit in silence, if you like, and let God fill you. Refill those places that have been emptied by our daily life. But that's also a challenge. Because you know we live in a culture that says your worth is measured by how many people know you, how often you are seen, what is it that you are doing, how can we, how do we know who you are and what you do, that that is what our world calls us to. So that we have people who actually say and brag, I haven't taken a day off in 10 years. That that is our culture. So it is a challenge for us to say, I'm stepping back. I am withdrawing. I am going to take the time I need for God to replenish me. And then we have the comfort and the challenge of Jesus going up and down the coast telling people to repent because the kingdom of God is near. And the comfort in that is that Jesus, even as he did then, continues to do now. Call us into repentance. Call us to pay attention to those things, those places in us that push the kingdom of God away. That God calls us even as Jesus called those who actually saw him walking this earth, God continues to call us and assure us that the kingdom of God is indeed near. And that if we will empty ourselves of the pride, of the anger, of the hate, that pushes the kingdom away, that God stands ready to welcome us. 
So there is that comfort in knowing that God constantly reaches out to us day after day saying, my children, repent. Pay attention to those things that keep you far from me. And if you repent, you will recognize the presence of my kingdom. And it is also a challenge because so much of what God calls us to repent of is what the world holds up as greatness. This idea of ourselves as independent, of ourselves of being able to stand alone, of our own thoughts and ideas as being the right thoughts and ideas. God asks us to empty ourselves of those things. Those things that push God away from us. And those are so often the very things that make us comfortable in this world. And so that call to repentance, that knowledge that that call continues, is both a comfort and a challenge. And as Jesus is walking, he sees his first four disciples and calls them, tells them, come with me and I will teach you how to fish for humans. And the comfort in that is that God calls them from where exactly they are. They didn't have to go up to Jerusalem or even go back to Nazareth and fill out an application where this is what I have done so far, Jesus, and yeah, I'm really good, you really want me on your team, but Jesus calls them from exactly where they are, fishing. And the comfort in that is that Jesus continues to call us from exactly where we are. Jesus says, if you follow me, I will give you all that you need to do the work of God's kingdom. Jesus calls to each of us exactly where we are. Jesus doesn't ask us to go to seminary, to take philosophy, to none of that. Jesus says, wherever you are, I can help you be those who show God's kingdom to the world. So there's that comfort in knowing that wherever we are in our lives, Jesus stands ready to call us. And yet that very same comfort is also a challenge because Jesus asks us to give up those things that we know, those things that we count on, those things that we hold on to. He asks the disciples to quit your job and follow me. And Jesus 
asks us not necessarily to quit our job, but asks us to give up those things that tie us to the world. Give up our status as important people. To give up those things that stand between us and God. That even as Jesus calls us from wherever we are, Jesus still asks us to be those willing to give up something to be his followers. And each of us knows better than anyone else in the world what it is that we need to give up. What are our false gods? What are those golden images that we bow before rather than our God? What is it in our heart that stops us from being those who proclaim fully to all God's creation, God's loving kingdom? So today, as we move out of here, called by God to be not simply Sunday disciples, but to be those who everywhere we are, every day of our lives, show the rest of the world what it means to be part of God's kingdom. Let us promise ourselves that we will look at both the comfort and the challenge that God offers us and accept both of those as God's gift to us. Amen.